The following podcast contains subject matter that may be unsuitable for more sensible viewers. Views expressed here do not reflect that of any community that you would want to be a part of. Listener discretion is mandatory. Mama, what this means me? No, 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 no. We just sell like rats. <laughs> rats. Like live rats. <laughs> and they have nothing to do with the show. We just. I mean, that's having a, having a rat as a pet is um, trans culture. Yeah, that's true. Trans people just have like weird rodents. Like I have a hedgehog. Wow, way to assume it's species. Jesus. Part of part part. Maybe it identifies as something else. Hedgehogs are not rodents. Excuse me. I'd like to make that clear. My ferret, my ferret is gender affirming. <laughs> Please respect. Gender support ferret. <laughs> you know, say what you will about ferrets. I've never been misgendered by a ferret. Excuse me. Please don't misgender my capybara. <laughs> Welcome back to Transfuck. My capybara does not use pronouns. Please do not refer it's to my capybara. Every single time I do my best Please to do not, not commit violence go into the intro. Towards my every single fucking time. Welcome back to Tranifesto, the show praised by gender critical feminists as thought provoking <laughs> and an example of why we should send trans people to the moon. I am one of your hosts, Madeline Hops. I am joined today, as usual, by Ree Carter. I'm already on the moon, and it's mm-hmm. great. The moon is now exclusively populated by trans people and robots, which is, and robots are trans people. So robots are trans. <laughs> robots are trans. Canonically, I think that that's like they're they're sort of a step up from transhuman, where you just get rid of the humans, so they're just trans. Oh shit, that's good. I'm Amy Blair. You might be able to hear in the background um, street noise. Um, this is actually not Tranifesto. This is the sounds of Vancouver ASMR sleep playlist. So we're here to buy some M. <laughs> Someone this like vomiting on like Pender. <laughs> yeah. See if you it, you can smell the the piss and kombucha if you just really let your mind <laughs> open. You could just say piss. Kombucha is implied. I I, I kind of smell like the same. Kombucha, but well, you're you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah, That's and I fine. like piss, but I don't go around telling people about it. Kombucha is what happened when someone failed at making bread, and they just kind of rolled with it. That's what beer oh, is. Shit. No, I think that kombucha is like someone failed at making beer, spectacularly, and so it was not alcoholic, and it tasted like piss, and they were like, well. We'll go with it. Yeah. There's one of the, they were one of those people that find success in everything. They're like, no, I didn't fail at making beer. I succeeded at making sh- a shit soft drink that I can market to hippies. I want to um, make kombucha because I've been watching like Bon Appetit's It's Alive with Brad Leone and he makes kombucha and he's beautiful. And so... If you make kombucha, you'll be beautiful too? No, if I make kombucha, he might pay attention to me. What gotcha. if the real kombucha was the friends we made along the way? Well, I mean, kombucha is alive, so it is technically a friend. My <gasps> scoby is my only friend. <laughs> East culture is the only culture I have. We're podcasting uh, yeah, so, today. Oh, I know, it's so good. I am learning to uh, use my fucking new weed vaporizer, as I learned from my mistake that one episode where I uh, accidentally, 
uh, my lips tripped and I fell into a bong pipe. And when I tried to breathe, I accidentally inhaled some fumes. Uh, so I've decided to just Oof. move over to a quieter, a quieter way of smoking. And yeah, we'll you just goes. gotta get a jewel and like load it with like off market, like THC <laughs> cartridges <laughs> that you can order on like dodgy Korean websites. <laughs> I, I really want to do that now. Uh, so, anyways, this week we are reviewing a TV show. Uh, and it's from season 18 of South Park, and the episode is called Sissy. So yeah, we're re- fucking doing South Park, because this Sissy has come up before. Sissy spelled C-I-S-S-Y, not Sissy, like the porn a- genre slash ins- identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slash, fuck, I had a joke. I lost it. Didn't it? No, you're good. Anyways. You go, you go to joke jail now? <laughs> I, go to jo- I, go to, I go to Canadian joke. Canadian joke jail. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it's you make a helicopter joke, like an attack helicopter joke, you go to Canadian the Canadian joke jail. Is exactly joke the same jail. as Canadian Canadian gender prison. It's the same people. So yeah, fucking South Park. Um, as, as it stands, none of us actually watch South Park or have really ever watched South Park, um, other than what you know you randomly stumble across on the internet. Yeah, like I was saying, like I associate South Park with the boys who bullied me in middle school, and so. South Park to me, like, it's, 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 it's difficult. It's really, really um, traumatic. It's also just annoying. All right, well, I'll put the hard question out to both of you. Uh, you have to pick one, uh, South Park or Family Guy. South Park. Oh, South Park, easily, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because I, I, I was... Family Guy I, was just bad. Oh, yeah, because I was a pretty big, like, South Park head way back in the day of course you were oh shit well then ignore the part i had earlier because uh that's a fucking lie so re has some experience yeah oh yeah like i was i was a big fan and like uh i because i remember actually watching this like episode when it came out and like when did this come out 2014 ah the forgotten year which is funny because i feel like if this came out now i think it would land i feel like we could probably have like the exact same like opinion on it you know what i mean like i think it would yeah be just as like eh, that's pretty good now as it was in like 2014. Yeah, we'll 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 get into kind of breaking that apart in a second. But uh, before we uh, get started, uh, can uh, well, like the, like the Lord of... jokes would be less topical. That's true. Who that, you are? Who you replace that with? <laughs> Billy Eilish. Yes, exactly. Billy is. What are the Jonas Brothers? Absolutely, 100% Billy Eilish. Yeah, definitely. Is Billy Billy Eilish is the. 2019 Lord. Oh shit. That's yeah, true. no. Billy Eilish is just the Lord for girls who. Jewel. <laughs> Billy Billy Eilish for Zo- or Billy Eilish is Lord for Zoomers. Billy Eilish is Lord for Zoomers who jewel go. and like do weird research chemicals and <laughs> like use TikTok. I don't understand TikTok. I so... think it's just, isn't it just like Vine but with more effects? That's like really it... I think where you draw the line between millennial and Zoomer is whether or not you understand TikTok. It's like it, it's like. <laughs> Okay, so, like, Vine was, like, the best thing to ever happen to, like, black content creators, while TikTok it just t- replaced people of color with uncomfortably, oh. uncomfortably good cosplayers, like, making asses of themselves. Well, I, okay. I don't understand TikTok because it's, like, Vine, but it's not Vine, and there's also this weird thing about lip syncing. So are you saying, like, TikTok is the Macklemore of uh, social media? I need, yes. I need some, like, Zoomer boy to mansplain TikTok to me. <laughs> <laughs> replies in a postcard, please. So yeah. this uh, episode of South Park, so it begins with 
you know, school shooter joke of Cartman being like, the today's the day. If they do it to me, what I've got in my pocket is going to make them all change their mind. So, well, you yeah, know. and like, you know, that's another thing um, that was very 2014 and would not make any sense today because that's over. Yeah, there hasn't been a school shooting in since we dealt Columbine. with that. Yeah, it's over. We, uh, it's world peace. Everything's okay. Michael Moore ended school shootings. Yeah, he, uh, he bowled for Columbine and, yeah. uh, he won. Yeah. So we're good. He got a strike. We also had a black president, so there's no racism anymore either. No, it's over. So anyway, so the joke is that he just wants to sit on the toilet all day and it's always full of people. So he just pulls out of his pocket a bow, slaps it on his head, say he says he's transgender so he can use the women's shitter. And that's kind of the crux of the Cartman joke. So, and then the teacher. And then so the, everybody- the school is like scrambling to try to figure out how to yeah. accommodate the student who clearly is not transgender, but. But he's saying all to- the right things. He's like, uh, it's like, you don't even know what transgender is. It's like, yeah, well, I, it means that I was born with the identity, identity that I don't identify with. It has caused me great mental trauma. And like, he's like saying all of the buzzwords. Well, if, if you're, if you're a woman, that means you have to be attracted to men now. Are you attracted to men? And he's like, well, no, actually. Um, gender identity has nothing to do with sexual orientation. Um, like they, they, they do this thing where they like, where like Cartman is like surprisingly it's knowledgeable. Like, yeah, I think, I think that something. part caught me off guard. Well, cause, well, here's the thing is like, and just to like kind of jump into the thing of it, like just so that you know where it's coming from, is like the joke is like Cartman's whole point in the show, which nobody gets and you wouldn't get from literally anybody's interpretation or any of the merch or any of anything to do with the show is that the joke of Cartman is that things that he does are things that a regular person wouldn't do and it's ridiculous because it's just this one child who's a fucking sociopath is the one who does these ridiculous things that he does and that's the point but obviously they mm-hmm. market him as the center of the show and everybody like laughs at this kid who makes anti-semitic jokes so it completely falls flat but the point is that no one would ever lie about being trans to use the women's bathroom except for this one person who is completely insane. I mean, what's that pithy phrase, like, satire needs a clarity of purpose and intention or else it's indistinguishable from that which is trying to mock? Well, see, I thought so too, but I mean, fucking Rick and Morty, I think, like, I think successfully does that, but everybody's fucking running with Rick as the person to be idolized in that show, so. That's true. Well, that's the problem, right? Like, maybe we can talk about this later, but, you know, like, people identify with the characters who maybe the writers had good intentions to try to mock. This happens a lot. I mean, like, like, I I think immediately of, this person is bad. Don't, yeah, don't look at this person. Don't, like idolize this person this person is bad and they do bad things and we're explicitly stating that they're bad and everybody's like haha this person is smart but everybody hates him so i identify with that person because yeah i all everybody hates me even and i'm an idiot it's just like the joker movie coming well, out yeah the joker is the same thing yeah well i just think of every like fucking like college undergraduate like anarcho-primitivist boy with a poster of Tyler Darden in his dorm room, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, like the new Joker movie is another thing like this. It's like, are we able to make these movies? Because I think we should be able to. Oh yeah, like I- I, Make things that- I I hope the movie's good from what I've heard. Saturize bad characters, but like- there is this problem where people go and identify with them. Well, and that, and that kind of, we can have a conversation about it later, but like, where does the onus fall on the creators versus like what is out of their hands? Because- 
I mean, yeah. I, I like. I, I, I want to finish the synopsis, but like, I think Cartman's yeah. done a, a good job of being portrayed as someone that is bad, and yet he's still idolized. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, because I would like, I because I want to do if we ever get around to doing an Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. Mm-hmm. Watch God, there's yes, to do. That's like because that's like the only show that I've seen, or one of the only shows that I've seen that actually does a really good version of these people are terrible and are not to be idolized and are to be looked down on. Yeah, and that's and why it, they're able to do ridiculous, edgy shit. It's intensely like it's insanely difficult to misread Always Sunny. I think unless you're like actually going into it with bad faith. Whereas I think it's a lot easier to misread South Park and just genuinely oh, yeah. be like, oh, Cartman, what a funny. What a funny little jerk. I, the, the transgenders are out of control or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so like the school, the whole thing is that like everybody's pissed off at him for like taking advantage of the of something that everybody's like, this is a serious thing. Stop taking advantage of this. But he's like saying all the right things so they can't do anything about it. The school doesn't want to have to deal with like, you know, any kind of protest or anything. And it has um, Mr. Garrison, who we'll get into like saying like oh yeah you don't want to deal with this just give him what he wants and eventually they just say okay you can have your own bathroom you just have your own special bathroom and they say other in a headset it has a picture of Cartman on it and it's the other bathroom but he's like fuck yeah I get it I get my own bathroom takes advantage of it which so, was his whole idea yeah exactly so they create the you know the trans only bathroom that conservatives love to like love to point out as their compromise Mm -hmm. anyways so but then you have the character wendy who then comes to school like presenting mask and identifying as wendell and like like wanting to use it and saying okay yeah i'll wait i can use this and then you know cartman's like oh why can't she can't do that she's lying and you know there's like obviously the hypocrisy that's the whole joke and then you have stan who's dating wendy who has his own thing where he's like oh shit like now I now I am calling all of the my own stuff that I've never thought about into question. Where do I belong? And then yeah, he goes I, into that room. Am I gay now? Am I a woman now? Yeah. And then they and then at the end it's like the school's like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Anybody who anybody can use the bathroom that they are comfortable with. And Carmen's like, oh, I don't want to use the women's bathroom if anybody can use it. And that's the joke. So that's like the main arc that we're concerned well, yeah, with. Yeah, and, and also like the the sissies get their own bathroom for like like the transphobic cis people get their own special designated bathroom. Oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, a better course, solution yeah. than the trans. Yeah, we we endorse we endorse. I was just gonna say, just like, it's not overly relevant, but we'll probably reference it because they use it to tie into the uh, the queer part. Uh, they do an episode, or there's a the other storyline going on through the episode is the fact that uh, Lord what played at one of the kids birthday parties and there's like a newspaper reporter who's trying to figure out you know the truth and the turns out lord is i believe it's stan's dad yeah what's yeah, his yeah, name yeah. yeah uh randy. randy randy yeah randy is basically being a like like i guess closeted version of lord like pretending to dress up as lord and well like, yeah well he is lord yeah he basically yeah, yeah, is yeah. literally lord and yeah. he like he's just like living this double life <laughs> yeah and, and, <laughs> lord. and he's writing the music for it it was Sia who did the voice. Oh, shit. Um, was it but Sia? Lord did, like, the episode. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought Lord. Well, maybe Lord did the one where they were actually on the uh, show. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, that was Sia. But, yeah, Lord apparently thought the episode was hilarious and was not offended or took it in bad faith or whatever. Yeah. And so the, the, the yeah, so the sub thing is basically this mystery of who Lord is, and it turns out it's Randy. Uh, and it's Randy basically. Well, and it's like Randy has like does does Randy have gender dysphoria? Is that the thing? Well, well, that's the thing. I'm a little no, bit confused. No, he just 
he just prefer it's one of those things where he just prefers the women's washroom because it's nicer and he feels inspired in there yeah. which kind of gets into like obviously like the show was not equipped to it but it does kind of get into non dysphoric transition which I, I mean, think I is, don't really think that's what is though. No, 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 it's not. That's obviously not. That's not what it was intending. But I feel like it's kind of interesting because, like, in like 2019, like that's the thing that went to my head. It's like, well, this is kind of like, like, is this like that thing that you know, fucking real people do do? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, because I don't think that like a non-dysphoric trans person is just using the bathroom. Well, no, but obviously, yeah, that's, obvi- obviously, that like, was yeah, like the, the comparison. Yeah. The comparison, I think, is. I think that the, yeah, well, I think the like what the episode if because I'm not, I don't want to give South Park too much credit when we dissect this because it's South Park. But I mean, you could also interpret it as uh, Matt and Trey basically saying like it's stupid to have segregated washrooms in the first place because there's also that uh, was it uh, Kyle's girlfriend ends up. I don't know if it was a permanent change or whatever, but like comes to the school as a boy. That was um, that was that was when that was Stan that was yeah. Stan's uh, girlfriend. Stan's girlfriend, yeah. They they didn't really do anything with that. No, exactly. Well, I think I I I I forget exactly, and maybe we should have like watched more episodes around this. But I think that like this is like it was like the f- the reason that I watched this because I apparently it was like the first season that started to have like actual like continuity between episodes, and I think that it's something that they do resolve in later episodes and maybe that's something we can look at in another episode yeah that'd be good um yeah no i mean that was i mean it wasn't a huge part in the episode like we brought up it's it, like it's brought up and then it just kind of goes away but yeah um i think the i think a good place to get started with while we're talking about like episodes surrounding it it's like south park has had a bit of a history with controversial subjects um that are represent- and specifically mm-hmm. with trans stuff yeah because uh we all like well i say we all remember but i i think we've a lot of us have heard of the episode where mystic Garrison gets a vagina and how that kind of worked out i have not okay um so just a quick synopsis mr garrison gets a vagina yeah you got it cool we're good so the, the joke the joke is that mr garrison becomes mrs garrison and is just exactly the same weird bald teacher except is a woman now and that's the bit. Yeah, and there's also the fact that they're going over, like, I mean... Groundbreaking. I think that in that episode, they also do, like, transformative surgery to turn um, one of the kids' dads into a dolphin and turn <laughs> yeah, one of the kids Kyle, into, a, yeah, a, like, an artificial Kyle, basketball player. Yeah, because Kyle's dad is trans species and he becomes a dolphin and then Kyle becomes, like, a black, like, basketball player. Yeah, so, I mean, like, so, so South yeah. Park Sounds has... not great. Yeah, no, so South Park has a bit of a history. I mean, like, there's other subjects as well. It, South it Park, is, it's very attack helicopter. Yeah, and this is where it's kind of uh, interesting in terms of, like, how to, if it's possible for a show like this to even approach queer issues or, I guess, issues of any minoral group without just being a dick about it. Because coming back to what we talked about earlier with Cartman and the wrong people idolizing Cartman... A lot of people watch that show, and Cartman, from what I hear, is their favorite character. Like, that's the character I hear. That and Kenny are the ones that are brought up the two most. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is, like, what Reese said, which is this is the issue with Rick and Morty, where it's, like, the fan base is idolizing the wrong person uh, rather than looking down on them. Much yeah. like, like, like people who idolize Rick, who think, you know, 
oh, Rick is me, I'm Rick. And it's like, no, Rick is supposed to be the asshole nobody likes. Maybe I just don't get South Park. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel the same way. Like, I, I can't watch South Park and, like, find it funny or entertaining or enjoyable. I find it very abrasive and, like, edgy for the sake of being edgy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, like, I, I feel the same way about South Park as I do about Comtown. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like guys who listen to Comtown, it's like I feel vindicated. I felt like a bad lefty for like not getting Comtown. I'm like, this just seems. No, I think you're actually a good lefty for not listening to Comtown. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, there there are two genders: Chapo listeners and Comtown listeners. (laughs) (laughs) No, like yeah, it's like I don't know if you're just being like edgy or like abrasive or politically incorrect. Like they do use the phrase politically correct in this episode. Like it's. It's this this style of humor that I just think is so juvenile. It's just like I don't know if very tweeny tween boy, like testing boundaries and being shitty for the sake of it kind of comedy, which I just don't think is very innovative. I don't think it's very funny. I think it's kind of lazy and often winds up just punching down. I'm sorry, like that turned into a critique of Comtown too. That's fine. It's it's okay. We'll leave it in. Um, I don't think Comtown listens. Uh, and if they do, hi guys. But yeah, I mean, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Wait, if, if, wait, hold on. So if Comtown is South Park and Chapo is The Simpsons, what is Red Scare? Uh, the Cleveland Show. <laughs> <laughs> so I... that is a good question. I just like can't think of. It's the View. It's the View. Um... Just. <laughs> So, I mean, here's the thing, like... Dasha, Dasha is the Megan McCain of the left. <laughs> it's another failed daughter. So, here's the thing, I like, I find with... I, I agree with Amy entirely, like, the humor isn't really my taste. It basically feels like potty humor with a budget. And yes, I guess, like, to some degree, jokes like yeah. that can be fucking funny. But, I mean, it's just, it's nonstop. Like, I think there's, like, at least four minutes of this episode dedicated entirely to the sound of farts, which again is kind of South Park's brand of humor. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't think it's being into, like, maybe previous episodes were being a bit more, like, overtly transphobic. I don't think this one is, like, really being intentionally or very substantially harmful. Well, a, a lot of, a lot of it is jokes that I think that, that I definitely hear with other trans people, like, oh, I just transitioned so I could use the cleaner washroom. Or like also, oh also, god, just no! So I the say, thing is that like fucking yeah. women hover over the seat. It's not even oh, yeah. cleaner. Oh yeah, uh, let me yeah, because that was that was the biggest fucking lie I was given when I was transitioning. It's like oh yeah, the women's washroom is clean. Bull fucking shit. There is lipstick stains everywhere. There's fuck. Do you know how many fucking pentagrams I have seen in the it's, women's it's washroom? It's literally just like the hovering. Like the okay, let me talk about this. Okay, like hovering <laughs> over the seat. This is like the classic prisoner's dilemma, right? Where like. <laughs> If we all co- if we all cooperate and we all sit down and all clean our like butt cheeks every day like fucking civilized human beings and like huh? we we can all just sit down on the toilet seat and it'll be fine but if a single one of you fuckers hovers over the toilet seat you get pissed on the toilet seat and then other people sit on it and for the rest of their lives they're like I got to hover over the toilet seat and then like everyone has to do it because they don't want to sit on your piss and it turns into this cycle where we all defect and we all hurt each other when really if we had solidarity if we like 
cooperated, we could successfully have clean toilets. But we're just not there yet, I guess, as a society. Thanks for listening. Uh, expecting expecting people to not to like what clean their buttholes and butt cheeks is very ableist and colonial. It's, it's classist, so. I think. Yeah, it's and classist. And do you remember the discourse that was like expecting people to shower is classist? <laughs> no, it was around like do people wash their it was like do people wash their legs? Yeah, and then it's like it's classist to suggest that I should wash my legs every day because it's just By the way, my uh my uh for whatever reason my headphones came out gave out during that whole lecture and so I came back to uh, uh people cleaning their buttholes. Uh so I have no idea the rest of the context, but uh whatever that was, thank you Amy for that. You're welcome. Okay. Don't hover okay. over the fucking toilet seat. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so coming back to the humor of South Park, and it's iffy subjects. I think it's also in the implementation of the humor. Like South Park tries to have these moments of clarity where they get a character to be like sane in the insane world. Uh, there's one moment where uh, Sharon, which is uh, Randy's wife, like confronts him because I think she finally figures out that he was Lord all along. And he had like, and this is why I brought up Lord earlier because I and I have the line here I want to read, which uh, is Sharon talking to Randy after you know Randy kind of gives up being Lord, uh, because Randy also experienced transphobic issues at the at his workplace because he's not allowed to use the bathroom. So the line is basically, uh, do you know why young people like Lord so much? Uh, it's because she's something different. Kids have she does bops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kids have pop music artists flash tits and crotch in their face, and most kids are actually smart enough to be sick of it. Lord represents something in all of us, the truth that wants to be heard. If I could talk to Lord right now, you know what I would tell her? I'd tell her not to let people change who she is. I'd tell her that if people are making fun of her, it's because people, uh, it's because they lost touch with being human. I'd tell her to keep on doing what she does, because when someone's not allowed to express who they are inside, then we all lose. That's what I would say to Lord. See, I think I can speak to Lord, speak on Lord's behalf here and say that um, we're sex positive on this podcast and you're allowed to be a slutty pop star. Yeah. And kids love it. Exactly. But also being Lord is cool too. I thought Lord got her start on 4chan. Oh, no, she did. Yeah, yeah she, she was, did. Yeah, on the Mew board. Yeah. But yeah, so is I mean, that like, how you say that? Mew, not Moo. Moo? Moo. The Moo board, Mew board. Mew. I don't know. I want to call it Moo board. But so this is the thing with the South Park humor is like they have all this potty humor go around and then they have like lines like this where they try to like fuse together the symbolism and it just I don't know it just kind of it felt kind of flat for me it almost felt like they were making fun of that moment yeah it like it, it could not really be genuinely heartfelt no and plus that is like that's a perpe- that's a perpetual moment like it's not that's not necessarily a moment you can really like actually like put your finger on yeah well yeah. I mean one of the things that I think we should also kind of bring up uh, and we should talk about is and this is and we'll get to the Cartman dissection of the joke in just a second but the uh, the the sub sub I guess line where Kyle starts questioning his gender. So I I originally took that as like a negative because it almost seemed like they were saying, you know, kids if they're introduced to this will become too confused and jaded or and then not understand what the heck is going on. Well, I don't know cuz there I think that there is something interesting to talk about where it's like, you know, what does it mean when people who might be they might have have like su- it's sort of the whole idea is like is being trans contagious almost like for lack of a better term like the idea of like if you already have identity issues and you're presented with the idea that you can question your gender you can question 
you're, you can define your identity the way you want to. And is that something that is imposed? And does understanding it that way change the way you might have already, like, dealt with your identity if that wasn't an availability? Uh, you know like, what I mean? Yes, maybe. But that's not a bad thing, I don't think. No, it's like, not a bad thing. No, I'm yeah, just saying like, it's a, it's an, it's a co- interesting I think conversation that, that, like, I, that I don't hear You know, a lot. Ha- having the option like being given the social space and the acceptance and the option of being gender non-conforming or mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. trans or having a non-normative gender identity of some sort that might yeah it's like if, if more people have that option and feel safe to do it more people will do it and more people will maybe have like realize something about themselves that they might have just repressed otherwise but like it's not a bad thing you know if people do that like mm-hmm. I, I think you know if everyone gets to be kind of gender fucked and have room to explore it's like makes everything better like it's good for everybody i think yeah yeah, yeah Except, i totally like, people who are yeah, I totally weird agree, and yeah. alienated by it but they can use a sissy mm-hmm. bathroom well <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, again, yeah, it comes back to that line from Sharon. Is when, because when someone's not allowed to express themselves on the inside, we all lose. I don't know. I like the idea of, like, the kid. There's a lot of kids kind of got in on it, and they're just, like, they're fine with whatever. Like, they didn't care. I don't know. I'm still, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, none of the jokes in this really landed for me. No, not, not at funny. all. And, like, the bad. message Seth felt is muddy. Just bad. I just, like, there's this, like, I've read these, like, like it's, it's something about, like, reddit guys who think that south park is actually just like really intelligent you just like don't quite understand the humor or you don't really quite understand the satire that they're doing like no south park is just stupid like it's just inane juvenile those are the same people that like to talk about like iq and rick and morty yeah yeah iq and rick and morty no it's like it's it's annoying lots of like rick and morty just like shut up about it yeah Should, you're not smart. You're, you can like Rick and Morty. You can like Rick and Morty. Just don't put it in my face or my children's face, and we'll be fine. You can also like come down. Just like yeah. don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll we might as well just kind of get into it now. Which is the joke? Does it land? Where does it succeed? Where does it fail? Uh, fucking, I didn't find it any of it funny. I mean, the only I what did, are the jokes exactly like? Like, yeah, the jokes are what? They're the farting in the toilet, which again, I guess is that brand. Cartman, he shits a lot, you know, like it's, it's like, I don't know if you've ever really put it together, but like shitting is kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) I like, it's literally like poop coming out of your ass. Like classic comedy. (laughs) Poo, poo funny, ass funny, poo ass funny oh that is comedy gold and so that's like an obvious joke you might have i this i, I, I it's clear to me now that you missed that part we would like to take this moment to thank our patrons for subscribing so, and helping so i do want you to podcast. go back and rewatch, and maybe with that context you can start to understand the comedy of south park yeah um also, funny like, ass funny it's funny that like lord is a man <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that could, I think that could have worked at any point where it's just like, oh, this random pop star is actually some dad who put a bunch of auto-tune on. Like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah that's that kind of cute. That was the one I, part I, of the episode I laughed at was when, uh, was it uh, Randy, like, played his son? Like, he was trying to explain to his son that mm-hmm. he was Lord. He was like, yeah, and, like, like, he sings into the microphone. And it's, like, terrible. He's like, yes, yes, me. And then it's like, and it's like dad, and then no the, offense. The song comes on. Yeah, he's just like, like I'll oh. edit it. Oh, it's like, I'll just, just auto tune and just do some pitch correction. And it just flips the switch. <laughs> and it just switches right <laughs> over to Lord. Like, 
and then fucking that bit, like that was that was a stronger part of the episode and i also yeah. think it just would have been funnier if they had focused on it and done a bit more with it and also probably not done the trans plot line with it because i just think that that was kind of lazy and yeah. not funny it was just sort of like oh like when he's at the studio he wants to use the women's washroom so he dresses as a woman question mark yeah because it and could also they, lead like, into like the whole know. fear of like oh men are just self-identifying so they can get into you know just so they like i guess that was the thing is like it's yeah and it's like like i can like i can understand that there's this thing where like they aren't actually saying that, like, that we're making fun of these characters for doing the obvious thing that no one would ever do. But it just, you know, people who watch South Park, like, aren't... Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they, they aren't gonna see it that way. A lot of the people who watch South Park are, like, 15-year-old boys. Yeah, or uh, or 30-year-olds who uh, fucking love the movie Biodome, Polly Shore. But... Like, Redditors and 15-year-old boys? Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? Am I right? <laughs> But to be fair, uh, Biodome with Polly Shore is a good movie. So Yeah, look forward to our episode on Biodome. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I guess the final, we'll just get into the final verdict, which is like, how do we feel about this representation? Actually, I think that is a good question. Like, how do we feel about this representation? It's not, it's not, I don't find it funny. I don't find it interesting. But like, is it bad? Is it hurtful? Considering the demographic too, and I, and I want you to keep in mind, considering the demographic that it is aiming at. I think as far as like, and like, I think that like part of the, like a theme of this show is going to be like, can cis people make good jokes about trans people that don't suck? And I think even if this isn't necessarily funny, I think that it is in the realm of a cis person making a decent trans joke, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I think it's like, I mean, obviously South Park fans manage to make like literally anything harmful, but I don't think like the core of it is harmful. I think it's them making a fairly valid joke based on like observations of like the whole discussion about trans people. And I remember when it first came out, like I forget, I don't think I, well, I mean, I guess I would have kind of been pretty early in like my transition and everything. And I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it then when I would have been a lot more sensitive to this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think it's fine. And I wish that Matt and Trey Parker were better more often. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, I don't think this is necessarily like bad representation. I don't feel like it was, I think it was clumsily handled. I don't think there was a clear message. But may, again, I'm not the target demographic for this fucking show. So maybe for the people that do watch it, like this was something that, that like, I guess the poop jokes and fucking Cartman being Cartman is what they need to get the message across. And, and also, honestly, like the show is popular and it's keeping, it's, it's still going. So like, obviously they're doing something right with whoever's watching it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's trying to be harmful. I don't think it does any good. No, but I mean like um, neutral, I would argue that like, I guess neutral impact trans representation is still good because it means that we're now I mean, moving... I don't know that this is fully neutral impact. Well, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not trying to overstate. Like, I, I'm not, like, really thinking that, like, the sky is falling because South Park. But, like, I, I can see that it could have caused a little bit of harm in terms of people's gut associations, which I guess. Is, which is funny because, like, bef in researching this episode beforehand, I was looking at some of the gay star news and some of the other queer outlets online. And a lot of them were praising this episode, which was I just, interesting. Just, I, I find that really silly. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's the same people that also thought that fucking Girl was a good movie. So just so we're all clear here, there's probably some overlap. Girl was a great movie. Yeah, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. Girl, I have a poster on my wall. So, like, I can't invite any 
like my parents over. But are you allowed to have scissors in your house now? It's very graphic. It's a very graphic poster. <laughs> but sometimes it like reminds me of like my struggle. You should write a book about your struggle. You're just your struggle with no matter how good your life is and no matter how every good everything is and how validated you are and how many resources you have you still just need to cut cut your dick off with scissors it do be like that yeah well so that i can use the women's washroom yeah and become, yeah, a, and can become the ballerina the jewel smoking ballerina that you always wanted well, this to be. is another thing about the women's washroom is that it's like way more crowded yeah that's oh, true absolutely the lines are like, always longer i mean i the think lines that, are way way longer i think that's the strongest like, case for proving the legitimate uh, the legitimacy of trans women is the bathroom line is longer. No one would willingly trans- exactly. transition themselves for a longer bathroom line. That's just not going to happen. And also trying to find fucking shoes. People talk to you in the I line. I was actually at a Lord concert. <laughs> I saw a Lord. I saw a Lord. And the line for the women's washroom was so fucking long at Rogers Stadium that like I regretted transition. I wanted to detransition <laughs> right there and just walk into the fucking empty men's washroom because you know there's like seven dudes yeah. at this large concert. Yeah, I like I, you know oh, the fucking God. turfs and gender crits are just like yeah the men want to get in our washrooms like we do, uh, you know fucking child uh, trans women are just like no we don't get out of that washroom as quickly as possible because I am anxious. Yeah, have you had that mo? Have you had that moment where you're standing there waiting? for the female assigned single occupancy washroom when there's an open male single oh, occupancy God, yes. washroom right next and, to like, you. And only, literally only trans women do that. Like a cis woman would just walk straight into the yeah. single occupancy men's washroom. But a trans girl is going to refuse. Yeah, like, I like, refuse. Uh, this is proper social decorum. This is what I have to do. I fought for this. And just like yeah, fucking every other, every other person just like, fuck no. Let me I, 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 a woman will shit, a cis woman will shit in the urinal if they have to. They're fine with it. <laughs> Especially those trough ones. Well, yeah. And like there are like cis women who will just go into the men's washroom. At like a bar, if it's crowded, yeah, like, absolutely. Women already know how to yeah. hover over the seat; they can do that over the I urinal. I refuse to do that. There's no fucking way. Yeah, no, I had that at the PNE the other day, where I was waiting in line, and there was like a whole like for these like you know like sort of like the um like the portable. The like, PNE is like a fair for like a fair like a expo like a convention like a it's a state it's a it's the Canadian version of a state fair. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, the yeah. Iowa State Fair except for Vancouver. It's just like for you know the Yankee audience. Yeah. So anyway, so but they had the um you know those like portable washrooms where they have like the two washrooms and it's like kind of a big trailer. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, there was I was standing there in line and there was a bunch of girls being like, hey, the men's washroom's empty and like a whole gaggle of like just drunk ass like Vancouverite women just wandered in there and I'm like nope no no, no, no way. I, I pay I've paid too much money yeah. I've signed too much paperwork <laughs> I've put in too much effort it's I not started a podcast I'm not doing it I if I never see a urinal again for the rest of my I would life sooner die I will have succeeded in my transition <laughs> Urinals are gross. Also, yeah, I forget that people like stand up to pee. Oh, and so uh, I think this concludes our se- our session on uh, we can make poop jokes on this uh, episode. So poo butt and uh, <laughs> urinal jokes, and uh, this is the high quality content you've come to expect from us. And thank you to our five patreons for continuing their support of poo butt jokes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm going to play us off. I'm Madeline Hops. I am at habit underscore is dead on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, I am just uh, getting a little one into school and I'm uh, working on 3D modeling. 
uh, and learning that and practicing drawing more often. Oh, and I'm currently making my way through uh, like anthology of Lovecraft stories, which have been amazing so far. Fuck yeah. I mean, Lovecraft, dubious, but fun. Yeah, well, there, Lovecraft has... I mean, to be fair, this book at the very beginning of it has like at least three pages dedicated to how Lovecraft definitely 100% was racist. Yeah. There's an essay called How to Separate the Art from the Artist. Oh, no. Well, there's like a weird part in that one Lovecraft book where he just goes on like a 700-page tangent about how Cthulhu is actually the Jews. (laughs) I'm Ree Carter at R-H-I-R-H-I-C-A-R-T-E-R and yeah, 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 I am Lord. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Amy. Check me out on Twitter at Lavender Ashtray. I do bad jokes. And all I'm doing with my life right now is reading like 500 pages of American history every week and wanting to die every time I read about Reconstruction. I heard it went really well. Yeah, flawless success. I thought you just wanted to die normally. That's why you said about Stuhl. So question, question. Um, fuck, why am I forgetting his name? The one with the beard, one on the $50 bill. Reconstruction, Civil War General. President, oh, American States. Garfield. No, no, no. Not before Garfield. that, uh, you still Ulysses S. Grant. Okay, is Ulysses Ulysses S. Grant the daddy? most fuckable American president? Yes, he's daddy. <laughs> I was I was listening to this thing about him where like basically almost as like it said obviously it doesn't sound like it but like almost as just a bad tone deaf decision he like started concentration camps for Jews during the Civil War. Literally because it was like apparently just most of the people running cotton back and forth from between the Union and the Confederate States where a lot of them were Jew Jewish people. So then he was like, oh, well, we just should throw them all in jail. And so we don't have to worry about it until the war's over. And then he spent literally the rest of his life going to like Jewish fundraisers, hanging out with like Jewish people and just like desperately trying to like make it make up for it and make them like him again. God, I hate it when that happens. Literally, Ulysses S. Grant, he was the one of the worst politicians that America's ever seen, but I think he might actually be one of just the best people, mostly because he's just, like, a good-hearted, bumbling idiot. My type. He's, yeah, exactly. Fuckable indeed. All right, well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, one last shout-out to... Uh, actually, one, two things. Uh, first, we'd like to give a shout-out to Deep Press Prints, uh, who is going to be printing some merch for us. It looks like we're going with crop tops, boys, girls, and NBs. Uh, so look God, forward to yes. that. Um, we are currently... The crop tops were an executive decision forced by me. Yeah. Um, crop tops, mandatory, mandatory crop tops for everybody. That's communism. Yeah. Communism is when everyone wears crop tops. Crop tops for boys. <laughs> crop tops for girls. Crop tops for envies. Crop tops for... Uh, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Crop tops for everybody. So... Uh, and also, we'd like to give a shout out to our uh, and remind everyone about our Patreon. Um, with these new de- shirt designs coming out, um, we are going to be reaching out to you. And if you would like to have a say and look at some of the earlier stuff that we want to print on the shirts, then uh, join our Discord. If you are a Patreon, you get access to the uh, better parts of the server. So yeah, if you, uh, uh, please help and donate if you can. If you want to do a one-off as well, we also have a coffee available. 
Uh, if you want to just do a one-off donation, again, every little bit helps. Uh, I love cur- coffee. Yeah, currently we are actually operating at uh, cost, which is great. So we have our hosting costs covered, but we would like to do more and exciting things. And obviously, the more money we raise, the more like we're ex- able to do that. Expand our enterprise and reinvest in new capital. Yeah, um, and really like grow as a business. Turn this into a, a, like a. Um, an industry. We're starting Reed's pr- uh, prime minister this campaign. Is this, you know, the, the Protestant ethic. I'm running for office, so every uh, product you buy from us goes to me running yeah. for leader of the Canadian People's Party. Uh, Im- immigrants, immigrants bad, trans people bad, gays bad, nationalism good. Khaki, great. Khakis, mandatory khakis. <laughs> mandatory. Well for me. All right, perfect. Mandatory, like, khaki shorts and, like, yeah. polos. And oh, and those uh, fucking uh, sunglasses that are like, like, like multicolored on the front. The ones that you only can buy at gas stations. Yeah, I know exactly the ones. Yeah, we're all. like your bald uncle wears. Yeah, and the the pair of flip flops that are just hanging in there. Like indoors. Yeah. So before we get too specific with thoughts, thanks again, everyone, for joining us. Uh, And we will see you either in a week or two weeks, depending on where this falls. So we love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Take care. God, that was a mess. <laughs>